Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And it is time for the monthly K-pop roundup. It's the K-pop roundup. I'm so glad you made that. I know, right? It was a labor of love. It really didn't take me that long, but... Would you guys like some more wacky theme music for our segments? Would you like me to insert more meme sound clips? Let us know. Let us know. (laughs) So let's get this thing started because there is always way too much music for us to cover. Yes. We have limited it to 12 songs this month. June was a busy month still for music releases. It slowed down a little bit, but there was still a lot of music to cover. So as always, we will start with our 12 and then we will do our honorable mentions. Emily, take it away. So a couple of songs were released on June 4th, but the first one we're going to talk about is Runaway by Teen Top. And Teen Top is back. I could not believe. I know, I seriously thought they were destined for the graveyard. Well, don't speak too soon, because this was not really the best song to me. I thought it sounded like pretty much any Justin Bieber ex Ed Sheeran song. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It sounded like that, and there was a tropical house chorus, which is very in style because it's like the summer and it's also 2019. And overall, I felt this was pretty laid back. I know they've released some music since releasing Rocking, but that is like what I think of now when I think of Teen Top. And that went so unbelievably hard. This was like, oh. Yeah, I really feel like people are trying to be card with this weird tropical house vibe. And it just, it doesn't work for them. I felt like the music video sets were lazy and disjointed. I thought their hairstyles weren't that great. I really missed their dance moves too, because in rocking, they did some insane, like, b-boy choreography. This music video, there's just, like, a lot of arm flailing, and it seemed like any other boy group, when what made Teen Top stand out to me in the past was, honestly, their choreo. Yeah. But they're no longer teens, so we can like them. True. They are no longer teens, guys. (laughs) Remember when we were in undergrad and we would listen to Super Love on YouTube? Yep. When we both worked at the computer lab? Yep. I remember that. Super Love, 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 Love. (laughs) That's a good song, guys. So instead of listening to this song, listen to Super Love. (laughs) Give them some streams on Spotify. They they need it. (laughs) Yes, they do. So the next song released on June 4th, is Boogie Up by WJSN. We somewhat talked about them in our Underrated K-Pop Girl Groups episode. And I think we did mention this song. Yes, we did mention this song. I really enjoyed this song. I feel like it is finally a summer song that I really want to listen to that reminds me of the summer, gets me in the mood for summer, all of those things. It's very summer aesthetic. Yes, and the music video is very bright. 
It is very bright. And my god, those girls, they all look so pale. Yeah. I think it's also a filter, but my god, they all look so pale. And they're next to, like, stark blue water. I'm like, my god, I'm being blinded! (laughs) But the music video definitely matches the aesthetic of the song. They're both very light. They're very airy and light, and it has an extremely catchy hook, which is literally just boogie, 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 yeah? And it has like a little disco breakdown. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. The one thing I did not like about this was there was some camera shots of their butts, but they don't have butts. (laughs) Ladies, I'm sorry. They're like wearing jean shorts, which is cute, but they like zoom in on their butts and it's just pancake ass. (laughs) Yeah, you're just like, okay, I don't really get this, but okay. Yeah. The male gaze. It's something. It's something. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But other than that, this song is super cute and it's on our playlist. So, yes. The next song released on June 4th is by the OG K-pop queen, Boa. And it was Feedback featuring Nuxal. Both of our notes say, like, Boa, what are you wearing? (laughs) She is wearing, like, mauve-colored chiffon (laughs) cargo pants. (laughs) I don't understand. No, okay. What what really shook me was the first thing that she was wearing was plastic see-through cargo shorts that look like they were made out of a shower curtain. That's what we're- that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it also- <laughs> Do you remember there's like this post on Tumblr where some girl made this whole outfit out of Ziploc bags? <laughs> That's what it looked like. I have not seen that post, but, <laughs> but accurate. It looked so weird. I could not get over that was so distracting. It was it really was distracting. Like I couldn't even focus on the song. I was just like, what the hell is on your body? What stylist did this to you? SM has really been missing the mark for me with styling. I don't know what the fuck is going on in any of these releases from SM this month, honestly. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. One thing I did like was that she had a lot of international dancers, which Boa has consistently had international talent in her videos. The set kind of looked like the Loveline set just a little bit. I'm like, Mm -hmm. did they reuse stuff? Maybe. (laughs) Quite possible. But the song overall is pretty funky, but somehow it feels like a shoe commercial with the way that they're editing it. I'm like, is this for something? Like, what is it? Exactly. I wasn't really a huge fan of the song. It sounds like it's being used for an advertisement, which I think goes kind of in line with it looking like a shoe commercial. So I'm not really sure if it was used for advertising or not. I also felt that Nuxal's rap breakdown was unnecessary and was awkward in the so song. So awkward. And we're in this weird era, trend alert, early 2000s styling influences. Yeah. But personally, I find early 2000s things completely hideous. Yeah. So y'all prepare because this is a definite trend alert for June. 
Let's move along to our next song. Say A released ZGZG Zig Zig on on June 7th. They are a Korean R&B artist, and they are a former member of the group Evol, and they debuted as a soloist in 2017. So I actually really enjoy this song and her voice. It's really like an interesting like hip-hop sound, and I had no idea who the hell she was until I heard this song, but I actually really like her voice. If her previous stuff is similar to this, I think I would like to see more from her and listen to more of what she has to give. That being said, I thought the styling was really weird, yeah. like her outfits in the music video. Not only were they weird, but they also, nothing seemed to fit her correctly. Like, if you watch the music video, like, the pants fit weird. It's not like they're too tight on her or anything. It's just, like, not the right fit for her body. And, like, the crotch is too low and it's wrinkly. It looks weird. Yeah, for the styling, my notes say, the baby hair needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does have those baby hairs waxed into little waves. Guys, do we have to have this talk? (laughs) Stop with the baby hair. Stop. Stop with the braids. Stop. Stop. Full stop. (laughs) Full stop. Thank you. Yeah. I felt like this song could have been like in a movie trailer or something. Mm -hmm. That's just like the vibe I got. It's very jazzy in the instrumental, which kind of reminded me of Lehigh in a way. Mm -hmm. And... I like at one point she's like singing and then does like a a wonk wonk on her boob. Yeah. (laughs) I just wrote her boobies. Specifically her bobbies. Her bobbies. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I thought it was like fun and playful, but I didn't know who Seye was. Yeah, I didn't either. So good on you. We'd like to see more from you. Can't wait to hear more from you. Get a new stylist. Yeah. Let's move along to Jay Park's release called Feng Shui, and that was released on June 7th. Jay Park is a K-pop veteran. I feel like he is the one rapper slash pop artist that could legitimately make it in the U.S. without any K-pop fans. Like, I feel like he's really good. Yeah, I agree. I think he has a crazy amount of talent. Feng Shui is a completely an English song, and it has Korean and Chinese subtitles on the music video. I thought it was interesting that this is actually his first music release in two years, so he's definitely taken a break. And he's 32, so he's been in the game quite a long time. I really think he could go far. Even mm-hmm. though he is 32, he doesn't look 32 no. in the slightest. And he seems to have a lot of energy and is passionate about the songs that he makes. And I feel like just stylistically, it's very similar to things that we're seeing in the American music industry. However, I thought they could have made him look a little more attractive in the music video. (laughs) That may not have been, you know, his choice, but I know he's an attractive guy and he just looked like your ho-hum average Asian dude just 
playing <laughs> tennis. Yeah, I, I didn't get the tennis, but I was like, oh, okay. I mean, honestly, this song sounds like every pop slash rap song with trap influences on the radio right now. So literally every single pop song with trap influences right now yeah. on the radio. <laughs> this literally sounded like all of them, which to me makes my enjoyment fall kind of in the middle. I am impressed, though. Like like I said, I think he could easily break into the American music industry market because it sounds like everything right now, but do I want to listen to something that sounds like everything on the radio right now? I mean, I get where you're coming from. I feel like he does bring something to the table being a Korean-American. I feel like he has different things to rap about, maybe than the average, you know, Black American rapper or white American rapper. That could be something that would make him sellable, maybe more on the West Coast. Well, you know, he was in a Charlie XCX song. It's called Unlock It. And it's Charlie XCS Kim Petras, who we stan, and Jay Park. And the thing is, that's like three powerhouses yeah. for me personally. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but the song wasn't that great. Uh. So I hope they collab again because I really, they sounded great, but I think the song just was not that good. Yeah, I would love to see a collaboration with Jay Park and another prominent American rapper. I feel like he would do well to do a pairing like that. So we'll see. Jay Park, I'm really excited that you're back and can't wait to see what you're going to come out with. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm trying to think of like who would be a good match for him. Charlie is a good match, but Charlie like collabs with everyone. I'm trying to think True. of like, he should do a song with Ariana Grande. <gasps> that would be so cool i feel like they would really hit it off actually i think so too maybe that can be her next boyfriend yes. yes ariana you're welcome you're welcome let's move along to our next song the group noir released doom doom on june 11th <laughs> I really think this song is Baby Vix. It is. This group, this song, Baby Vix, because I feel like Vix started off really hard with like this goth aesthetic, and I really feel like Noir, literally in the fucking name, <laughs> is doing the same thing with this song and the music video. They have nine members all together, which, again, I think is too much. Too much! Too much, because the music video only really focuses on four to five of them, like, over and over again. The music video itself also doesn't really convey much meaning of the song itself, and they're wearing a lot of makeup. Yeah, I thought it was almost too much makeup. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it was too much BB cream, if you could imagine such a thing. Yeah, a little too much lip stain, too. Yeah, and... I don't mind makeup on dudes at all, but if you're going to be putting on that much makeup, you have to lean into the theatricality of it. Yeah. This was not doing that. They were standing and slowly turning with bright red lips. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, did he just eat someone? <laughs> he drank Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Like, wipes mouth. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> In the notes, Emily says that I swear one of them has a seatbelt on his neck. I just watched it. He does. It's a seatbelt, okay? It's a, it's a fucking seatbelt on his neck. It's a seatbelt <laughs> harness that goes around his neck. Like, ooh, OSHA, no. <laughs> <laughs> Workplace safety, no. Yeah, 
And I didn't really know what to expect with this song because I have no idea who this group was. But I was like, okay, nine-member boy group named Noir, let's go. What do you have to offer me? And they offered me a pretty, pretty good song, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting the breakdown in the song. It was kind of like a dark goth hard style. Yeah, it was really cool. You know that the the image of the bunch of goth kids like raving under a bridge? Exactly. It was yes. like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was totally not expecting that. But I liked it because it does not sound like anything happening right now. Totally yeah. unique. Very unique. I'm really excited to see what else they're going to come out with. So on June 12th, you know of TVXQ released Follow. first real solo break. He did one in 2015, but it didn't really take off. Yeah, I looked at it and it was like, it was in Japanese and it existed on Wikipedia. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So he's really been tied to TVXQ with him and Max and he really hasn't had a chance to shine on his own. So I think it's really cool that he's getting his first real solo break now in 2019. I feel like this is starting to become a trend, trend alert, of (laughs) guys that are in older K-pop groups being able to get solo careers where they can actually put in some creativity and production value. I feel like Taemin really started it off. Let's just pour one out for Taemin. My husband. (laughs) A beautiful creature. Just (sighs) chef kiss. Yeah, in my notes, I wrote that this reminded me of, like, an older Rain or Zaya song. Mm-hmm. It does sound like an older song, I think, if only because it doesn't sound like a pop trap song with Tropical House instruments. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's just because that's all we've been hearing the past two years. This music video, straight up, the production. I wrote, the production is here. Yeah, it really was present. And I also wrote Vroom Vroom. (laughs) That's because he's, I think, in a motorcycle gang, but everyone's a robot. And he's the robot overlord. Yes. That's what I got from the video. Yeah, I mean, I also agree with your note that it gives, it was giving me Michael Jackson thriller vibes. Even though it doesn't sound like thriller, like the aesthetic. Yes. Because he's very shiny in some of his outfits. And it, it did remind me a lot of Michael Jackson. If you watch this video, you will understand where we're coming from when we say Michael Jackson thriller. You will get it. Believe me. Yes. Overall, I really did like this song. It's not a banger, but it is definitely better than some other stuff I heard this month. So. Yes, for sure. And I do have to say, though, I like the chorus a lot, a lot more than the rest of the song. So let's move along to... Lay's song. Lay is from EXO, and he released Honey on June 14th. Lay is the Chinese member. He is very, very popular in China right now.
my show notes were, oh, he horny horny. Because this <laughs> this song, just the lyrics and some of his stylistic choices in this video, is pretty nasty for K-pop, I would say. So it reminds me of The weekend in that song, Often, where he talks about making her pussy rain <laughs> often. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, he was wet and shirtless in like the first scene of this video. And I was like, okay, so we're going to go there. Yes. And overall, this is an extremely laid-back rap song. Mm -hmm. But the choreography is on point. This guy can dance the house down. Yes, he can. I thought this set was really aesthetic, too. Like, they were talking about honey. There was dripping things. (laughs) There was honeycomb. There was... It was very yellow. A lot of suggestive imagery. He was swimming in, like, a pool of goo at one point. (laughs) It was just... (laughs) We were, like, a little uh, hot under the collar. Exactly. Like I said, oh, he horny horny then because... This song was nasty. Oh, and my one note on the styling was, please stop these bucket hats. God, yeah. They were ugly in the 90s. They were ugly in the 2000s. And they are ugly now. Nothing has changed. Still ugly. Still ugly. Hashtag still ugly. (laughs) That's me. Hashtag still ugly. (laughs) That's so mean. (laughs) Let's move along. On June 17th, Leo, he's a member of VIX, he released Romanticism. Trend alert! More ripped jeans and super chill vibes. He's 28. Thank God, because this was another sexy, hot under the collar song. Basically, I put, he's your goth boyfriend that just wants to make tender love to you. Nice. Yeah, that's what the whole song aesthetic was. Where Honey was like, I want your pussy to drip. This song was like, I'd like to take you out and make sure your needs are met, my girl. Which I appreciated. I think that Leo is an extremely talented person. He's a really good singer. He's a really good dancer. He knows how to show emotion on camera, which seems to be a talent that not a lot of K-pop groups have nowadays, where he can really like connect with you via the camera and show emotion through how he's moving his body. I thought it was really good. I thought that was very conveyed through the music video. I mean, we don't just want some guy to turn around and look sexy. Like, yeah. okay. No, we want emotion yeah i want to feel your eyes piercing my soul through the music (laughs) video and i thought he did that he's definitely a force to be reckoned with i mean i feel like taemin again is really great at emoting yes yes Mm -hmm. yeah so everyone needs to get on the level of taemin i thought this just screamed sad boy in an empty manner sad boy on the beach sad boy in a hallway yep (laughs) very sad boy slash i'm your goth boyfriend And overall, this was an R&B song, and it sounded like it could have been a solo song from kind of any one of the Shiny Boys, Mm -hmm. honestly. So if you guys like Vix and Shiny and stuff, this song is pretty good and super chill. Mm -hmm. So don't play it at the gym, but listen to it. Yeah, watch the music video. You will not be disappointed. Moving right along to SF9. They released RPM on June 17th. Shine. RPM, RPM. 
Tron? Harness? Exclamation point? <laughs> question mark? And that sums up the whole video. Yeah. <laughs> Bondage Tron? Bondage Tron. Yeah, you wrote laser tag, and I was like, it does look like laser tag. It looks like laser tag. They're wearing, like, these, at one point, they're wearing, like, these body armors with, like, for lack of a better term. Yeah, like, SWAT helmets, and it looks like they're about to go play a game of laser tag (laughs) in cyberspace. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I thought that, despite this obvious box set that they shoved these boys in, I was entertained because, number one, the styling was very interesting. This was the most interestingly styled video of this whole month Mm -hmm. for me personally. I love cyberspace things. I Mm -hmm. love cyberpunk things. This was really on point for me. And then they wore white button down shirts with BDSM harnesses over them. And I had to pause the video and collect myself (laughs) because I was like, that is the height of horny fashion. I love it, it. It's amazing. I was so into that. I was like, the song is pretty okay, but the video! <laughs> so what we're saying is you need to watch this video. Watch the video. <laughs> it was awesome. So I think the song itself has that really like heavy house breakdown. But it's not consistent throughout the whole song, like has been a trend lately, unfortunately. We would like the whole song to peel the skin off of our faces, but only about 30 seconds really does that. Yeah. What happened to just songs going hard as hell, like, the for whole three time. minutes? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Little John, we need you. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, like, I honestly thought that there would be more dancing in this video as well. Because SF9 is a dance group, but it was just an average amount of dancing, which was, you know, okay. And trend alert, again, 2000s realness. They're they're wearing very shiny materials. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it made one of them look like a wizard. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) You're a a wizard, wizard. Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's a pinball wizard. Oh! I gotta figure out which meme sound I'm gonna insert. Maybe both. (laughs) Maybe both laid over each other. Do the Harry Potter one. Okay. (laughs) You're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, overall, I thought the song was okay, but it the the video very much enhances the song. (laughs) Yes, it does. On June 19th, Red Velvet released Zim Zalabim. Y'all been new. We love Red Velvet. Yes, we do. Which is why we need to roast this song. (laughs) Okay, it is suffering from I Got a Boy Syndrome. For those of you who don't know, I Got a Boy Syndrome stems from Girls' Generation's song, I Got a Boy which is four songs smashed into one, and they all sound completely fucking different. Yep, and this song does exactly that. It really does sound like four to five different songs, which is disappointing because you want to listen to one song, not five in one. This is like the one one time where we don't want a two for one. We just want one. 
Yes. One good. One. And the styling on this video was so fucking weird. Yeah. They were wearing way, way, way too many layers. And it looked weird. Joy's hair was fucked up. It looked so... It looked bad. uh, Bad. It looked looked bad. bad. It looked... Okay. The CGI of the video was great. Like, the production and the budget were super, super high. Like, they obviously spent a lot of money on this music video. It was carnival-themed. Vaguely. It was like like amusement park-themed, I guess, more than carnival. Yeah. And you can tell, if you watch it, you can tell how much money they put in. It is a lot. But it didn't look good. No, it didn't. It was really disappointing. I felt like the styling was supposed to be, like, FX electric shock, but it was executed poorly. It was weird. The only good thing is that Wendy has bangs and Sulgi has bangs. Okay. Two bangs. <laughs> Sulgi looks really good with bangs, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I was just so disappointed. I'm pretty sure this is going to be the single Red Velvet song that I do not put on a playlist. Yeah, it'll be on our review playlist, but I don't know if it's going to go on our personal playlist. Maybe if I can figure out a way to just cut out the parts that I liked and put them in one song. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Red Velvet. You know we stand, but this was not it. Not today. Let's move along to another song that was also released on June 19th, and that is Side Effects by Stray Kids. And this video, the first thing you notice is that it is extremely wide-angled. It takes up, like, almost your whole damn YouTube screen. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. Doesn't even make any sense, because I've seen music videos shot really tall, so they, like, if you're, you don't have to turn your phone landscape to, like, look at the whole video. But this was, like, even if you turn your phone landscape, there would still be a black line on the top and the bottom. Yeah. It was really weird. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of members in Stray Kids. Maybe they're like, we need to fit all of them in! But they never really did that. It just seems like a weird choice. I don't know. Maybe it's so we'll talk about it. <laughs> like, got us. <laughs> the opening sounds very epic. And then it like evolves into like this techno music. And I was like, yes, I'm into this song. Because th- their last song, Miro, I was like pumping my fist. Like, I love this. Stray yeah. kids. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell yeah. They're keeping with this style. And it's going harder and harder. And I'm like, yeah, give me the drop, give me the drop. And then it completely stops. The momentum completely is ruined. It like falls off a cliff into like a slow tempo. Yeah, you get like whiplash from how quick it transitions. And I definitely think that their release earlier this year was more put together. I feel like it's disjointed. Mm -hmm. I was so into it. And then so very quickly not into it. Y'all make your own decisions, but this is not it for me either. Okay, on June 24th, we have the incomparable Chung Ha releasing Snapping. Snapping. Snapping, snapping. 
She sister snapped, because this is a great song. Another trend alert, white outfits with wide leg pants and early 2000s-ness. Because this straight up sounds like it could have been on the radio in 2003. Yeah. I thought that you said you don't like the styling in the show notes, but I really liked her outfits. I thought she looked fierce as fuck and her clothes actually fit her. Unlike poor Sae, who had a pantsuit who went the crotch was two inches too long. I wrote exactly. I don't like the styling, but it is consistent. (laughs) It was consistent. I liked the choreography that she did for this music video also. And I haven't stopped listening to the song. It's on my July playlist and it's really good. I've been snapping along to it. Sister snapped. She really did snap. It's a good song and a pretty good video. Let's move along to our next song, which is Ong Simi. Released by Min Hyuk of Monster X on June 28th. And it features Ju Hyun, also of Monster X. And I'm sorry if I mispronounced any of that. I cannot speak Korean that well. <laughs> I know, a little ironic, but... <laughs> you know, Emily pronounces the Japanese things well. I try to pronounce the Korean things well. That's why there's two of us. We're a good team. Yeah. We're a good team. I gave her a hug. <laughs> So I really love this music video. I was completely taken aback by this song because I saw it on the latest K-pop releases subreddit. And when I clicked on the link, I was like, okay, what am I listening to? It's amazing. (laughs) The music video is freaking hysterical and the beat is so infectious. It sounds like they're saying shitty shitty in the chorus, (laughs) but they're really saying ong see me see me. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. It it reminded me of like Psy. It reminded me of Crispy Crunch. It was great. And then I wrote initial D. Is that you? That's what it sounds like, which is also on trend for like early 90s pop DDR mania sounding (laughs) stuff. I'm into it. Yeah. You have to watch this music video. Of all of these, this is the must-watch. Yes, it's so funny, and I really love this playful side, because Monsta X is so, like, in your fucking face (laughs) that this is really playful. Yeah. Which I thought was fun. Yes. So our last song that we're going to cover is Suli's Goblin, which was released on June 29th. Now, Suli is the departed member of FX, and she's been taking a break. I was really shocked to see that she was not only releasing music, but releasing music with SM Entertainment. Yeah. Shocking. (laughs) Very shocking. I was really surprised when I saw that she was going to be coming out with a song. I honestly was like, is this the same Suli, or is it a different Suli? I thought the music video, though, and the song were really lackluster. It, I just didn't get it. So, it opens with some text explaining that the music video is about a girl with dissociative identity disorder that is multiple personality disorder they don't call it that anymore they call it did and she's like in a therapist's office talking on tape about her personalities and that's kind of like the framing of the video and then she goes through her different personalities there's three of them and they're all dressed really weirdly and 
this song is so slow. (laughs) And it's not chill in a good way. I was like put to sleep, bored to tears. Hated it. Yeah, and I mean, it didn't even really showcase her voice. Like, I'm thinking back to Park Bomb's releases earlier this year. No, they were not fast. However, they did have a clear message and it showcased her vocal talent. I feel like this didn't do anything to showcase anything good about Sully. No. I mean, it showed how pretty she was and that was kind of it. Yeah. There wasn't really any dancing. There wasn't really any vocal prowess. It was just kind of pretty, I guess. It was so boring, guys. I mean, at least she had a bunch of international extras, which is also good. Yeah. But that's kind of it for me. Yeah. I would pass on this one. I need more explanation. Yeah. Because there was so much music released this month, we are going to go on to our honorable mentions, which is kind of like a lightning round. Go, Rachel. June 2nd, June released Tonight. It's an interesting music video. It has a retro breakdown. And his voice is really nice. Yeah, it's very super retro, very 80s pop, and I liked that. On June 4th, Promise 9 released Fun, and this is a very high-energy song. And they, the video was cute because they did parodies of ads, but it, it seemed like 10 product placements. But they were all in the style of Promise 9. Like, they would have, like, Adidas, but it would be from S9. Yeah. So it, it's, like, a parody of a commercial, but it's still a commercial, guys. I can see through you. Yeah. And also, one of the members had pink hair. So cute. That is the color of my hair, so pink hair solidarity. <laughs> I loved her hair. That's the first thing I noticed. And also, I felt like this was a really good cardio song. On June 6th, NCT Dream and Harvey, who's an English solo artist, released the song Don't Need Your Love. I feel like their vocals actually mixed really well together for a nice mid-tempo summer breakup song. I'm getting another pop Ed Sheeran vibe because it uh, honestly, it sounds like literally everything out there right now. So take that as you will. On June 10th, ATs released their song Illusion. It is Lost Voice slash Neverland themed. The backdrops are really shot like they're in a play, so it looks like play sets. Yeah, I like the choreography for this video, but... ATs needs to take it easy on the autotune. My god, there's a lot. On June 12th, BB released Nabi, and this is super, super laid back and boring and had questionable styling. I really like BB. She reminds me of, like, basically Generation Z as a totality. So if you like that, watch it. On June 12th, Unjung of Tiara released Desire, which is her Japanese debut. I actually really like this song. It's on my playlist. It's an interesting, like, J-pop rock sound. Sounds like an anime opening. This screams anime opening. And if they do not use this in an anime opening in this next season, it'll be a fucking waste. Like, everyone needs to listen to this song. It is good. I love (laughs) J-rock. I love (laughs) J-rock! And K-pop. On June 13th, Sumi released Birthday. And she's actually Korean-Canadian. Her mom is Korean. Her dad is Dutch. And she's part of the disbanded group IOI, which had like a million fucking members. Mm-hmm. And she's 18. She looks very young, but she's 18. I liked the song. The breakdown was like a little hard. Like it was like pop, 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 then I'm going to go a little hard. It was pretty good for booty shaking, the chorus. But the styling I felt was just bad. On June 13th, Giselle released Better This Way. She has really beautiful vocals and the whole song has a really sad summer vibe. But it's smooth, easy listening. And I just wrote, boring! (laughs) 
On June 26th, G-Idol released Uh-Oh! And this had an interesting concept. Yeah, I thought it was very American street style and had a very hip-hop sound. So, uh, I'm kind of meh about this song, but it was interesting. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. On June 28th, Yellow Bee released DVD, and they're a girl group who I haven't really heard much from, but this DVD song was so cute. It's extremely upbeat, and it had a really jazzy breakdown with a lot of violin. It kind of reminded us of Sunny Hill, other upbeat bands like that. It was really cute, and I really liked it. Yeah, and then finally we rounded out the month on June 30th with Punch, who released Love Me. She has a really nice voice, and Kyle actually really likes this song. I think in the music video, she's trying too hard to be Sun Me. I think so, too. Yeah. That wraps up our honorable mentions. There's a lot of them. And that is the K-pop roundup. Rachel, let's end this thing with very quick recommendations. So my weekly recommendation is Not Today, which is an old song by BTS, because it really says, not today, motherfuckers. Not today. That's a good one. My recommendation is going to be Follow by You Know. I like that song. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook.com slash Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. You can find us on YouTube at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us wherever podcasts are normally found. We're on Spotify now, baby. Hell yeah. You can find us on Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever podcast listening app you use. We're there. You can also send us a voicemail now, and we might even put it on the episode. Wow. Tell us how horribly wrong we got all of these reviews. Yep. To leave us a voicemail, just go to our anchor.fm account and leave us a voice message. It's super easy to do. All you have to do is like click a button. It's really easy if you're on your phone. Yeah. If you are feeling generous, please leave us a tip on coffee. We are Soulmates Podcast on there and we're trying to get a new soundboard. So please help. (laughs) Please. Please. We'll see you guys next Friday. Have an awesome day. Love you. Bye. Bye.